Uh, Summer of Terry, episode four. I mean, Alex is the only recurring ep- the recurring guest, I guess, on uh, Summer <laughs> of Terry. Uh, <laughs> but today we have a, spe- a special guest. It's been a couple of weeks. We've been trying to get him on. He is a recurring guest of a Hot Sauce Sports Network. He was with us on Weekly Sauce. It's Ayman Zahabi, uh, UFC fighter from Montreal, or Laval, we'll say. I, I always say this. People say, like, I'm from Montreal. But, like, when you're not from Montreal and you're from Laval... Yeah. I guess people don't know Laval, but like it's saying it's like saying you're from New York when you live in Connecticut. I feel. Let me tell you something. I live in in Blainville now, which is in the in the Laval <laughs> City, whatever. But but during the pandemic, we're considered Montreal. Like when they do the Montreal rules, it touches all the way here. GMA. So whether you're in Laval, Blainville, doesn't matter. You're still in the GMA. Yeah, exactly. So how do you like living in uh, the suburbs of uh, Blainville? I love it. Way less shootings and stabbings and strip clubs <laughs> and things like that out here. It's much, much less. It's what I, Shamini used to be. It's what Shamini used to yeah. be. It's true. I'm in St. Dorothy, and there was a stabbing on my street a couple weeks ago. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got away from Jesus. that. Man. Crazy. And then we heard about David Lemieux's father that got shot in Ville Saint Laurent. Like, yeah. all the shootings in RDP. Like, it's been pretty crazy so this year. The, the gun violence and the stabbings are really uh, taking off, man. I don't like it. It's weird. It's a weird feeling because Montreal's always been like, okay, we know that there's this in the background, yeah. but it was never at the forefront of the media like this, yeah. like finding dead bodies in, in a recycling bin last week in Hochelaga Maisonneuve. That's terrible. Oh, it's like, yeah. When it's I was weird. growing up, my brothers, when they were like 16, they were all driving scooters around Chamonix, and that died out. Now, like in Blainville, all the 16-year-olds have scooters. It's like I'm reliving in the past. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's like it's the evolution. And then like in a couple of years, it's going to be like uh, – Further away. Uh, I guess like Mirabelle is already – it's kind of like Blainville. There's a lot of nice houses yeah, yeah. in Mirabelle. Beautiful stuff in Blainville. Uh, Mirabelle, yes. sorry. Mirabelle is really exploding. So we haven't spoken to you since your, your last fight with mm-hmm. uh, Ricky Tercios. Yeah. First of all, Ricky's probably the nicest guy in the world, right? After He's amazing. You. Sweetheart, man. After you, like even he's such a positive human being. Yeah, you I can't you can't hate on this person. No, never, man, never, never, never. He's a really. I, good guy. Sorry, go for it. I so said he's a really good guy. We even spoke after the fight. You know, I saw him at. Uh, we bumped into each other at the food court in the hotel. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair. <laughs> he's he's uh what I liked about Ricky is like I saw I was on Twitter and somebody said Nate uh throw the picture throw a picture of a fighter that has no hate that has no uh, haters or something like that, along those lines and I posted a picture of Max Holloway and then I posted a picture of Ricky Tercios I mean because these are two guys I don't I, anybody can't say anything negative about because they're such a they're so positive and they're so like at the they're just transparent that's what I love about it yeah I love them both I just feel like Max Holloway now he's not getting treated as good as he should. You know, like, okay, he lost a couple of times to Volkanovski, but I feel like some people are really counting him out, whereas everybody else at 145, he beats, you know, I mean, the Volkanovski is his Achilles heel or whatever, but I feel like people are counting him out, but I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. No, no, I mean, look what he did to Calvin Cater, who's a connect, who, who is a contender right now, you know, so yeah. that wasn't too long ago. And he's lost to Volkanovski twice. Yeah. Like three, three so I mean, I'll, I'll say twice because I think that second fight was, was Holloway's, but that's my opinion. That doesn't matter really. Yeah, but I know I see what you mean. A lot of people thought that way, but I would love to see Volkanovski go up and imagine he did that. I would, would love that too. <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm curious about the process about this fight you just had with Ricky. Um, yeah. So th- uh, did the matchmaker offer you Ricky, or did you ask for Ricky? Ask. I like. I, I basically what I did is I made a list of names, and Ricky was one of them. And then they came back saying that Ricky was good for it, and then. Uh, they gave me the date and we signed it. What's uh, what's the process when you're looking for names? You're looking for similar records, uh, where they are on the rankings? Yeah, so similar UFC record. 
not really overall record because sometimes it's it's very far off so it doesn't really matter but really similar ufc record someone within the same record range and then uh basically you have to figure out who's available because some guys are booked months yeah. in advance some yeah. guys are injured so like you'll make a list of names and really like only one or two are, have a chance because you don't know if everyone whoever's injured or who's on this and who's there who's booked already all the time so I just made a list and I send it in every now and then. But like uh, I told other guys in different interviews, I, w- I got injured a few times. That's why I had a long layoff after my, my <laughs> win, which was brutal because I got a, you know, I got a pay bump and all that and everything was going well. And I just wanted to get back in there. And then the first, the COVID rules got worse and it was hard yeah. to train. And they, us at TriStar, they were busting, they were busting us up all the time. I we remember. had somebody, you know, calling the cops on us often. It was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> that's because I, that's because yeah. you steal you steal their parking spot, so they hate you. Guys. Yes, exactly. Oh my god, it's a nightmare. But now they'll get there out of the building, so it's all okay, good okay. now. And uh, <laughs> then I got injured a few times, and then one of the one of the last injuries took a while. But then I got back to with Ricky. I was very happy with the with the outcome. Who else was on that list, if you don't mind? Who else was on that list, man? Uh, I can't even remember right now. Once they once they accepted Ricky, I didn't care about anybody else. That's what it is. Eh? It's like yeah. you, just, you look forward. Yeah, you got laser focus after. Yeah, but it was like four or five guys. I gotta make another list now and send it in, and see who's available or not. So, so any big, uh, any big names you want to call out? Who's next? the biggest? I mean, the what I got now is uh, from what I from what I'm being told is I can't really get anyone in the top fifteen. So I gotta pick somebody that's close but not in it. If I beat the next, whoever I win next, then I get a shot. Oh, yeah, so bantamweight division is pretty. It's pretty stacked, the bantamweight division. Yeah, it's pretty stacked, and a lot of the guys are booked up. Yeah. We we don't realize how uh, the bantamweight, featherweight, lightweight, like that. So those are the most exciting divisions now. Usman yeah. cl- cleared out the welterweight division. Yeah, I think 35, 45, and 55 has the most guys who are like up and coming. It's crazy. Yeah. Everyone's a prospect, man. Everyone's 35, a couple, chance. 35 maybe a year ago was like, ah, and now it's like, what the hell are we talking about here? Yeah, yeah, it's getting crazy. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I mean, it's good for you. There's always going to be something available, especially with the new increase in salary too. You can earn more money for you. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I got two more fights left, and hopefully I get another one. There you go, man. I mean, at at 34, I don't, I'm not. I'm not going to finish that sentence. Yeah, I mean, I feel great. <laughs> I'm not going to finish. It. I feel great at 34, man. What do you mean? I feel great at 36. Yeah, yeah. I mean, did I look yeah. old in there against Ricky? I don't. No, think. you you looked. No, I was actually. That was my next thing. You look really good. And Ricky, he's a you know young buck kind of you know like uh, new to the not new to the game, but he's he's, he's like got that young person's energy. No, he's 28, like, or 20, 28 or 29. And then, yeah, he's um, not. He's not like uh, he's not 20. He's we're not talking about like uh, what was the name of that kid? He trained with you guys. Looked like a Barbie doll. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, Sage. Uh, Sage Northcutt, yeah. So yeah. Sage Northcutt was 19. Like it's not the situation we have with Ricky. Ricky's like he's weathered, but he's yeah. still he's still green. Like he's still he's still figuring yeah. it out. It's his first. Yeah. You know, he's he's a small fish in a big aquarium, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like he's been around. Like he has more pro fights than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's that's what it is, and that's another question I wanted to go. Like when yeah. you said we look at the UFC, what's the craziest thing you've seen? Like a guy being 20 and one and then in the ufc he's like oh and three or or one and four like are these the type of guys that you're looking to avoid well no it's, it's hard to avoid anybody in the ufc because in the end they decide yeah you know what i mean like you just try to get as you know as many people that you would want to fight and then they end up picking like it's happened before where like i give a listen i don't get what i want or whatever but then something happens yeah you know, whatever because fights get canceled all the time too so sometimes they're strict they're like oh this guy's been waiting for something you know it's good you know, it's not easy to manage, especially for them or for us, for anybody. It's t- it's a tough, it's a tough job. 
but uh, hopefully I'll get somebody that uh, matches up well for me stylistically. Mm-hmm. Uh, even with Ricky, like I thought the fight was going to go completely different than what it did. Oh, really? What did you expect? expect? Like a grappling match? To come at me, guns blazing for 15 minutes, <clears> like <throat> ripping the roof off the house, like ready to destroy me. And But I felt like when he fought me, he fought me much more calculated, much more uh, skilled, much much more like a martial artist. He didn't come out there like a like a cowboy. Well, know? he was fighting for you for i mean you're you're a pure you're one of the pure martial artists like your brother he's just the way he's taught like you got to be good across the board like everywhere you know your jiu-jitsu your wrestling your striking all that stuff's got to be good so he probably game plan for a guy who's well versed across the board and then he shut it down which is weird to see ricky doing that because you expect him to go just nuts yeah but you know he didn't get hurt that bad i didn't get hurt that bad i mean like we both tried to outskill each other which i respect him for being a skillful guy 100 percent I just didn't expect him to do that, you know, yeah. but he's, he showed that he's skilled. It was funny because my brother told me uh, that he's a black belt in Taekwondo, you know, just before we walked out. And we didn't know that before. <laughs> the fight. So that's that's we crazy. Saw it, like, we saw it as one of his skills, you know, when he walked in. <laughs> so was your game plan all, all along to be a counter striker in that fight? Because I know Ricky was trying to bait you into being more offensive in there. Because, you know, he was doing his whole yeah. tricks in there. He was, yeah. he was trying to bait you. He was trying to bait me. I came in ready to bait him. Yeah. Because <laughs> in his last three fights, he didn't try to really bait anybody. Like, he just he walked those guys, you know. Like, at the beginning, like, the guys, you know, they shot in a lot. They got him down. But he kept getting back up and he kept walking them down and walking them down and like he had no 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 regard for their power and like he just he just walked through their hands and like he, he ended up taking down wrestlers which is crazy so yeah. i expected more of that given that he's seen that i i'm i don't mind stepping back as long as you step in you know but then yeah, he if you're to get me back, to step in. yeah, yeah. If you're stepping back and he's not engaging, it, it becomes awful. And and it's it's tough. It's tough as a fan to watch like guys like trying to figure each other out. And yeah. you know, they start booing and stuff, but you have to realize that people are also tentative. You don't want to get your head blown off by the person right in front of you. So like fans that boo, I'll never boo a fight ever because mm-hmm. I've never been in that situation to be in front of a guy that's gonna murder me. I mean, I have, but not in a ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. But like in the streets of Montreal, like, I've been there a few times. I expected to honestly hurt him with the right hand because his combo that I've seen in the past, what he does to the, like the last three opponents before me was one, one, two, one, two. Like he throws that combo a lot. And then if he gets it really close, he goes left, right, left, right, left, right. So basically we prepared splitting him down the middle, split him down the middle. And he just never really gave me the chance. You know, I and, feel and, like he played well defensively. And it's crazy because we interviewed his, his previous opponent, Brady Hastan, who he, okay. he, he he yeah he won the the ultimate fight against him yeah. and, and Brady is a pretty skilled guy for for his age uh, I feel like if he continues to persevere I think Brady has a chance you know you know very good grappler well, yeah, he took him down three times in round one I mean the guy is very good but what happened yeah. was, for me in my opinion you know like I don't know Brady but in my opinion if he would have stopped taking him down after the second takedown he maybe would have had a little bit more gas for the rest yeah. of the fight oh, yeah, I feel he, like he was doing great. Like, don't get me wrong. The takedowns were beautiful. He kept, you know, was, but I feel like it fatigued him because so scrappy, uh, Ricky. So scrappy. And he's a fight. He's going to fight off his back, fight in guard, fight side control body. He doesn't give a shit. You know, so you got you to gotta be careful with guys like that and not, not get overwhelmed. And I watched his fights, obviously, that he lost. And the two guys that he lost to were two strikers. One was Boston Salmon, just a boxer. And uh, <laughs> he shut him down. And then um, Mana Martinez, right? And he, he beat him. I think he ended up KOing uh, Ricky. And that's why I thought 
I was going to be able to do because me and, and Mana Martinez have similar footwork. And if you watch that fight, Ricky stepped in when uh, Mana switched stance and then Mana cracked him with a, a rear shot. It was really nice. Beautiful. Oh, really? Okay, uh, so he baited him. He baited him beautiful. So I was expecting to do something similar, you know? <laughs> and then uh, Ricky, Ricky learned, he learned from his past and he shut me down. Like he, I think he did a great job defensively. So um, I, you're 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 a good follow on Twitter. I like following you because you're like I said, <laughs> you're, you're a positive guy. And Ricky too, the same thing. So I like that, Louis too, man. Yeah. Oh, Louis is great. <laughs> <on Twitter. laughs> um, he's trying, man. I, I retweet everything he sends out. Yeah, I try to retweet them too. Yeah, you got to do it, man. We got to get him in there. He's got, he needs a fight, Louis. Yeah, hopefully he's represent for Park X. Yeah, hundred percent. I told him if he wins his first fight in the UFC, I take him to Marvin's. So. <laughs> I just went last week, man. Yeah? Yeah, I just went last week for lunch. Amazing. I always get the lamb chops. I don't mess Lamb up. chops. You don't get the calamari. Fried. I get calamari and the lamb oh, chops. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's get a salad. Right? Go all out. I'm <laughs> I've been celebrating for the whole month. There you go. Um, yeah, so people on Twitter, and I know you see it, and it's the Twitter fighters, right? It's the guys that just like... Yeah. Like the 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 motherfuck you the this the that and then nothing happens right and then I've always wondered do you do you have to pull yourself back or do you just block it out completely because I feel like as a fighter you yeah. see a guy in your weight class and he's going Twitter he's going uh trigger uh, Twitter finger happy you're yeah. like okay I gotta tell this guy what's up nah, but care. like do you have to pull yourself back or you don't give a shit nah, I couldn't care less there I mean it doesn't matter to me like uh, even when Ricky was screaming and yelling in the cage like in the end you gotta beat me man you gotta go yeah. in there and fight me. You can yeah. say whatever it is. I remember one of my fights actually before the UFC. I was fighting a guy and uh, at the weigh-ins, he came with a shirt. It said, uh, earn, not given. And he was saying, this guy's been given everything, talking about me. He hasn't earned anything. I'm going to smoke him, blah, blah, blah. He was talking trash. And I was like, okay. To me, I don't mind. Like, I don't yeah. care. And uh, my brother was telling me, he's like, listen, don't get distracted. Just go in there, do the face-off. Don't get riled up. I'm like, okay. So I go in there, we do the face-off, and he's talking in my face. I can't remember exactly what he said after, and he was just talking. So I put my arm around him. I gave him a hug. I'm like, listen, man, I lost all this weight. I'm here to fight you. I'll see you tomorrow. And yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm smiling, and he's all serious. and like, okay, whatever, man. And the next day, we fought. I mean, it, they're going to say what they got to say for them to get into their mental space. My mental space has nothing to do with them. What's your mental space? Is it family time? Yeah, I'm always with the family. But I got work, and I got family. You know, That's like I, I split them. And when it's time to work, I'm all business, man. Like, uh, like I said with, with with Ricky, you can shout and scream and ask the fans for his energy as much as he wants. In the end, he's got to step in there and take the fight from me. Yeah. And and, and you yeah. were talking about your own space and stuff. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we learned about the the passing of Master Peter. Yeah. Um, how much did he mean to you in your career, and 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 how much did he help you grow as a as a fighter? You know, the best, you know, like Master Peter, he's good at so many things, especially like, you know, Muay Thai technique and all that stuff. But the thing that about that he gave us the best was belief. You know, he, he believed in you no matter who you were going to fight. If they were a world champion, if they were the son of so-and-so or whoever they were, he believed that if you worked hard enough and you trained well enough, you can beat anybody. And not a lot of people believe in you as much as a guy like him. You know what I mean? It's it's nice to have that encouragement, to have that that guy behind you. And actually, when he was passing, like when we got to go see him the last few days or whatever, he made us all promise no more losing. <laughs> there you yeah, go. No more losing. He's That's had it. enough of losing. He wants us to win. <laughs> and so we all what a guy. Him and like, luckily, since since he passed, most of us have been winning, so it's been nice there. But he's with us, man, all the time. Uh, he told us he's never he's never he was never born and he will never die. He's with us always. 
I, uh, I had one experience with Master Peter. I wasn't really with him one-on-one, -on -one, but I, I, I took a jiu-jitsu class in TriStar when I had first started okay. uh, doing jiu-jitsu at Gracie Baja downtown. And I did like a nogi class at TriStar. And I just hear him yelling in the background and he's in the <laughs> ring. And he's, ah, ah, he's just yelling and he's yelling. And I'm like, this guy is he's nuts. He's bananas. Not, I yeah. thought he was a nutcase, but not, and then as you learn who he is going forward, he's probably the sweetest. Everybody says he's just the nicest person ever. Yeah, I'm telling you, like with the adults, like us, we're scared of him because you know, he loses his mind. You can't really <laughs> touch him. He's the master. But if, if you know, if he's training like children or women, he gets on his hands and knees. He takes care of the kids, man. With the women, he's very soft. He's well spoken, everything like that. But with men, he's just an animal. Because yeah. that's what they, what's expected of us in the cage, you know. So he brings it out of you. So that's what I love about him the most, and I'll never forget him for any of that stuff. That's good. I mean, he's he's these people don't realize the, the impact that, that coaches have on you, you know, even your entire life. It's somebody that's mentoring you there. Even if you're an adult, like you still have this relationship with this person where he's like a, he's a, a, mentor, a mentor, some sort of he's a mentor, yeah. Yeah. like a, to a father figure to certain people. You know, if they had that absence in their life, whatever the case may be, like you look at um, Bobby Green, Bobby Green has a crazy story, like how he, he yeah. didn't have like a father and growing up and his trainer became like basically took him in as his own son. And like there's all these stories that you hear about and these these story, these great men like Master Peter make yeah. great men. That's true. And, great men and women, of course. Yeah, no, so, I agree with that totally, man. And it's like I was telling you, how many people do you have in your life that believe that you can accomplish every goal you set out? Master Peter is that guy. Yeah. You know, it's nice to have somebody who, who loves you and cares about you that much. And you guys will remember him forever, and uh, you know, yeah. and rightfully so. He was a he was a great man from what we from what yeah. we've seen. Now we've put his painting up on the wall, so he's gonna be with us forever. Now looking down and judging. <laughs> Do you have somebody like draw it like an oil painting, or is it just like a picture you guys uh, one, uh, framed one of up? The, one of the guys from the gym painted a beautiful portrait, so we hung that up, and then uh, my brother blew up a nice picture of him and and uh, Master Peter doing mo the most muscular pose. I don't know if you know that bodybuilding yeah, pose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're both doing most muscular. We had a big picture of them at the front. Yeah, so we, we're gonna have them there for a long time. It might be too soon to ask, but like, who's your your new your new striking coach that's gonna come well, on? Now, basically, uh, with for us, for us, is filled it, filled in the space okay. for me, which is really good because he used to train me too before, and then I stopped training so much because he got really busy with so many other guys, and I started training more with like I trained with Kamal Pla a lot, I trained with uh, Nikolai, I trained with Master Peter, obviously my whole life, and I, I sponsored on a few other coaches, but now I'm back me and for us the duo. Nice. You know, you know who I see uh, George St. Pierre train a lot with. He trains a lot with uh, Richard Ho from yeah, H2, yeah. H2O MMA. Uh, he 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 he's a pretty good coach from what I've seen. Uh, he has uh, Olivier Aubin Mercier in PFL. Uh, he's got a few guys. He's got yeah, the, yeah a lot of guys. Jordan. Fred uh, Duplat also. Yeah. Oh yeah, Duplat, doing super yeah. super well. He's got a lot of other guys coming up and amateurs are doing super well and like. Um, MFL and uh, a few other local leagues, and he's got other guys going all over. And uh, he's got some. He's got a girl too, who's like a boxer, who used to be an um, amateur boxer, and she's crossed over, uh, and now she's doing MMA. I, yes, I, I know. You're, I know you're talking. Flipping my she's, mind. I, I I met her one time. She fights in the MFL also. I know what you're talking. Yes, about. yes, yes. She's a blonde girl. I'm just. It's just. It's. She's young mind. too. No. Yeah, she's like 19 or 20, right? Yeah, yeah. I I I have her. I picture her with the belt. I can see the picture of the MFL. Thing. But Richard's doing well. His team his team's coming up, man. H two O is doing really good. Him and him and his brother. I mean, Tenth Planet Montreal is yeah. is run by Lewis Hall, right? And it's yeah. And like those are two really good gyms down at the south of the island. And uh, people like when people talk about like Montreal martial arts, they always bring up TriStar as a hobby. Like it's just the, yeah, the way it is. 
Yeah. It's just the way it is. It's what you guys you guys have built this this name. Yeah, there's and, us. And there's, also, so. uh, there's Bruno's team. And there's also Fabio. There's, yeah, uh, Fabio. There's Orlando. a few. There's a few major teams. Yeah. Sure. But people don't really talk about those guys. Like Fabio had his name early on. Well, he's got the Jardin. Now he has him. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, and it's like. People don't realize that there's so much, so many other gyms in Montreal that do it just as well, and there's a lot of collaboration going on, and people don't realize that either. And it's that's what I like about Montreal martial arts, mixed martial arts scene, is that there's a lot of collaboration going on, and it's it's not it, people in Montreal are very divided naturally. It's always the French, the English, but I do feel when it comes to this, like especially in jujitsu and stuff like that, like when I go to jujitsu open mats, there's four different gyms there, four yeah, different gyms represented there, and that's what I love about Jesus. it. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we get a guy from. I'm actually looking West for a gym, man. I'm, I, I wanted to commit to this one gym. It was a small gym. I just wanted to start it out there, but I have the option between Carlson Gracie, uh, Brazilian top team, or um, Team Shark Daniel Pinheiro. That's a competition team. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure if you ever Don't. heard of him, Amen. But uh, I, I'm leaning towards Carlson Gracie. Uh, I do want to maybe get into Brazilian top team, but well, what do you I, want to do, Alex? Do you want to like you want to box or do you want to do jiu-jitsu? Like, what do you, it all depends on what you want to do. I, I, I definitely want to do jiu-jitsu, but and I then I want to either best man go where you're treated best because you know, like every like the, the brand is good, but who's the coach of the brand there? You know, it might be a little bit different everywhere you go. When yeah. I made my decision, uh, I was training at TKO. In the West Island, where it was, uh, Lee Villeneuve was teaching the jiu-jitsu class, okay. and, and the Grants were doing the boxing, yeah. and Crew Ash was doing the Muay Thai there. So they tried to create like the like an MMA gym in the West Island. It yeah. didn't do well. So when it closed, I I had just started doing jiu-jitsu. It had it been like six or seven months in 2010, and um, and oh, when it closed, it's a long time, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. So I, I mean, the last couple of years has been on and off, but yeah. Um, but so when I leave enough, he's like, well, come to BTT. So I went and did an intro class at BTT. The, um, the trainer, I'm not going to say who it was, was kind <laughs> of in, in the corner on his phone, didn't really pay attention to the class. Really? And I, yeah. And then, I did, and then I did an intro class at Gracie Baja West Island. And yeah. there was like this nerdy blue belt there teaching the class. And there was about six people in the class. And he, he was amazing. He had cauliflower ears. He's yeah. red hair. I don't know if you remember him, actually. He's around your age. Mitch McDonald back in the day. He moved to New, back to New Brunswick. Okay. And he, he was living in the gym. I'll never forget that. He was okay. sleeping on top of the, the, the gym. Like there was like this platform that they had made for him and okay. he was sleeping in there. And I was like, this is where I want to be. And I stayed there. You, know, See, you went with, you went with where you were treated best, the vibe you like the best. I think that's what you should do. Alex. I think you should go try the different places. Don't worry necessarily about the brand, man. Just go yeah. where, where you think it's best for you. And the yeah, I'll probably take uh, the, the, uh, the free class, the offer. Yeah. Just, you have to. You, yeah, yeah, you just, have to. You, yeah. Just see how the, uh, the, uh, the feel. Just is more about community, man. Because if you pick the, the the place based on the brand, but you go there and the people there aren't great, you know what I mean? Yeah. By great, I mean they're not nice to you or they, they don't. Yeah, because like I just moved to San Antonio, man. I, I'm in Texas yeah. now. Oh, you're in Texas? That's amazing. There's a lot of grappling out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where he is, he's sending yeah, yeah. his his like spot where he is. There's so many schools around him. You can find something. You gotta yeah, find as many schools. And don't commit until you really feel comfortable. Like it's just even if you do a month and then you decide to change, it's fine. Like yeah. nobody's gonna call you a a crionch, you know, if you're for after a month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Big deal. Yeah, and you mentioned a name there. You, you, you said McDonald, but he he recently retired. Rory McDonald, man, TriStar Vets. Yeah, he, he, just he made his name there. Yeah, uh, PF. He went B, PFL, Bellator, UFC. Yeah. Yo, he had a great career. Amazing yeah. career, and one of the best. I actually told him he had he has like a 
he's like the top one percent of careers man like he's done super well and my career also i let's say i would include his regular life too like you know he's not a degenerate you know he's not a gambler he still has his money he made but <laughs> he got into crypto early yeah a beautiful family beautiful kids you know he's won the belt world title you know he's done a lot of great things he's had memorable fights in the ufc I remember actually I cornered him against Tyron Woodley. I couldn't believe how he beat Tyron Woodley. I was in the corner. I was like, holy shit. This is, it's so nice cornering a guy this good. <laughs> <laughs> it's an e it makes your job easy, you know? It's so easy, man. It's so easy. You're, jab you're not again. yelling things Just like jab that. him again. <laughs> his crazy, I mean, we talk about that fight against Robbie Lawler when his yeah. lip was, when Lawler's lip was split open and Rory's face at the end of it. And I remember a quote that he had said. He said that at the end of the fight, he, he saw everything was white not oh. black not like there was he just saw everything white and and people were saying that he might have like died for oh. a second i don't know that said that fight was bananas that, that, and how, you know he almost finished him and i think it was in round three he yeah. hit him the body or something and he like he got like he bent over robbie like yeah. it was close to finishing and he was up on the scorecards and he got finished like what a world where world of emotions man it's crazy. i say when i tell people to watch fights i i, I i'll mention that one I'll mention uh, Hendo and Shogun. I'll mention like what about the one. Nate Connor man, the first one. That's the a Nate great Connor, one. the first one is a great one for Griffin sure. Griffin versus um, what's that guy's name? Um, uh, Stephen Bonner. Stephen Bonner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's yeah, that's the classic, right? That's what everybody yeah. tells you to watch. But like, if you, but those guys, like you know, the, uh, uh, Forrest Griffin had a good career. Stephen Bonner, you know, a little less. Yeah. But <laughs> if you want to talk about and and even like, I'll tell people to watch like old Nate Diaz, uh, Nick Diaz fights from uh, Pride. Like Nick Diaz versus uh, Gomi, like these kind these kinds of fights. I'm like, this is these are the yeah, fights. I like, watch, watch. I, I like watching uh, Randy Couture and uh, and uh, what's his face Chuck Liddell. I got into the I got into MMA fights. because of, because of Tito Ortiz, like Tito Ortiz. Yeah. If you look at his old fights, so yeah. I, was, I wanted to know like what kind what fights like if you if you want to feel nostalgic, what are you going to go back and watch? Anything GSP. <laughs> <laughs> Easy this, answer. Yeah, that's <laughs> the best. Like incredible fights. Uh, one of my favorite fights, even though my boy he lost, uh, was when uh, uh, Yves Jabouin he fought Mark Hominick, and wow. he dropped to the body, goes down on one knee, gets back up while being pummeled, man. Then drops Mark Hominick with an overhand right. <laughs> then he went in the guard, tried to finish it, and getting uh, swept with an armbar, and he ended up getting finished. But uh, seeing him do that, like being almost finished, coming back, almost finishing him, it was a great memory. That was a good fight. I completely forgot about that fight. Mark Hominick's had some classics too. He almost won the belt. Like that was a that was a really tight. Remember that fight he was almost from he had. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people, a lot of people thought he won that fight, and Mark Hominick was a legend back then. And, he was your boy. And oh, since man, we're talking about GSP, and since we're talking about GSP fights, what do you have to say to to the people who say Johnny Hendricks beat GSP? Nah, there's no way. Impossible. <laughs> There's no way George won the last round, man. He did. George won yeah, the he last did. round, and the first four, it, you can pretty much say it was even. Like they each won a round here and there. One of them was close, but I thought he clearly won round one and yeah. round five, and then he won one in between. I mean, that's three rounds, man. And, <laughs> there you go. I mean, like, that's, that's MMA I math that's right there. I remember that's how I see. It, you know? Yeah, it's but a he, huge people, a lot of people saying, oh, that was one of the biggest robberies ever. Yeah, because don't forget, <laughs> when, when you're a champ like as good as George, let's say it happens to Mayweather too. Yeah. If a round is close, they give it to the other guy. It's weird. It's, it's very weird. weird. It's a weird way of looking at things sometimes. And yeah. that's the way, and, and that's the sucks about GSP. It's like we're looking at, and we're, people are so quick to discredit him and what he did for so long. 
Yeah. We're looking at Kamara Usman, what he's doing now. It's obviously it's fantastic. I'll never take yeah. anything away from him. I get excited. I, I'm excited for this weekend. Like this weekend's yeah. gonna be a, actually, gonna be a wanna, crazy I'm fight. actually gonna watch this one. <laughs> Where are you gonna watch it at home? Yeah, I'm gonna watch it at home, yeah. But yes. uh, you know, like saying about George, just sorry, one more second, just about the the thing is also when you're a champ, let's say like George or Usman or Mayweather and all these guys, people also they don't like that you're so good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So they're holding on on any little thing to say, no, no, you did bad, you did bad. Anything. But but then look after. Volkanovski the, is experiencing it right now. He's yeah, for sure he's gonna experience yeah. it because he's he's now he's pulling away from the crowd. People are not gonna like that. They want you to be just just a little bit better, not yeah. that much better. Yeah, exactly. And then like what, what I was gonna say with George and, and the Hendrix, look what happened to George after the fight, and look what happened to Hendrix. George went on and won the middleweight title. Hendrix, how many fights in a row did he lose, man? He couldn't beat anybody after all. His body yeah, was yeah, his body was he, very different after that. He too, tested I mean. positive for for steroids too. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, George was right. George, but don't forget, George asked for blood tests. Yeah. Johnny said yes. Then the UFC said no. Then Johnny said no. <laughs> then they only did urine. But if they would have done blood tests, maybe it would have been different, man. Maybe. I mean, the fight would never happen. We never really known. Yeah, and Johnny Hendricks wouldn't exist. Or he would have been. Or he would have looked like he looked like when he fought Wonder Boy. Yeah. Oh, that was bad. That was really bad, man. That was bad. It was bad. I Wonder Boy is uh, scheduled to fight uh, Kevin Holland. Can't wait for that. That's gonna be All a good right. fight. That's a great fight for Wonder Boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, I have a last question for you, and we'll let you go. So three, <laughs> three act, th three active fighters that you get excited to watch, non-teammates. So you can't say like uh, Alan. No, no, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Obviously, <laughs> I love, I love watching Usman. He's fun okay? to watch. Yeah, I love, I love watching him. You know what? Like he. I don't want to say, like, he doesn't always do the same thing. He does the same thing in a different way every time, which is really, really nice because yeah. at that level, that's all you can really do. You can only change the nuance a little bit because if you change too big, you, you might not win. You might not, you might go too far away from what you're good at. But he, he does enough to keep it going. And, like, him knocking out Jorge Masvidal was insane to me. You know, I, I thought that was amazing. I thought that would happen too. Just flew yeah. his head. Yeah, like I didn't think that was gonna happen, and neither did Jorge. And I think that's why it happened. Yeah. You know, everyone counted him out from knocking from knocking him out. Like grounded so, winning by ground and pound for sure, but not by KO like that. So yeah. uh, okay, so Usman and who else? One more. Who else? Um, I love watching Oliveira, man. Why not? You know, he's the most dramatic champion. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy he, that didn't get his respect for a while, right? Yeah, and like he, it's it's interesting, you know, because like I don't want to sound like a hater, like a lot of other people, but. It's more fun also to kind of see a guy start losing a little bit, they come back and win, or like, yeah, you, know, like takes a, you know, like he, he puts on it, some, he somehow just does it. Like, it's not great for him physically, maybe, <laughs> but it puts on a great show. Yeah, he's on, he's, he's too fun to watch. Alex, last question, then we'll let uh, our guest go. All right, so UFC 278 picks. So, so who do you have between Jose Aldo versus Marab de Velishvili? I think Jose. Like kicks, I think. I think. I think he's gonna have a hard time taking him down. I don't think Mirab's gonna take him. I don't think. Um, oh, we lost him. My back. Sorry. I lost yeah, you're back. good. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't think Mirab is gonna take him down as often as he would like. And I just saw the highlight on Instagram. You know, like the reels. Uh, somebody put the reel of him fighting Marias, and Marias had him on the ropes, man. Yeah. And like uh, I think, me personally, that Aldo is better at controlling the distance, and I don't think you if if he got Mirab on the ropes, he wouldn't get taken down the way Moraes did, and he'd yeah. finish him over time. Like he wouldn't necessarily finish him with a one punch, but he's much better at controlling that distance. And when things go really good for himself, he won't step in and make a, as big of a mistake. Next fight, 
Paula Costa versus Luke Rockhold. Man, listen. I want to pick Luke Rockhold. I really want to. <laughs> okay? Because I like him better. <laughs> but I think Paul, Paul, Paul Costa is going to win. It just, like, it's going to be a KO? I don't, I don't know about... I don't know about the... Listen, I feel bad about saying that. Listen, I don't want to say that. And he's a nice guy, and I like his mentality and the way he approaches fights. He comes with confidence. He speaks well. He's articulate. He, he trains hard. You can see his physicality. It's there. You know, he does so much hard work. And I, I really hope that his defense is up to par because I don't want to see him get KO'd. But I, and if they I ask for my the money, first thing to go. Yeah. Yeah. this is very suspect. <laughs> All right. So and, and, and the last one, Usman versus Edwards. Listen, I'm giving it to Usman, <laughs> but I love Leon Edwards too. I just think, I just think, you know, like um, it's a funny thing, okay? Uh, Self-image is very important, okay? If you don't have enough, you can't fight to your potential. If you have too much, you get cocky, you, you fall beneath your potential too. You understand? You need the right amount. Now, for me, this Saturday, I think, I think, Usman still got the right amount. Yeah. And if he does, he's going to win. If he got too cocky, like Leon <laughs> Edwards is saying, Edwards is taking it. But I do think <laughs> Usman's got a cool head. I think he's going to be out there and just do work. Oh, I can't. I Honestly, I can't wait. I, I also think Usman's going to win, but my boy Chemayev is going to win the welterweight championship. Yeah, eventually, man. <laughs> Let's see if he gets through Nate. He's got to get through Nate first. Yeah, I think he smokes Nate, man. I mean, like, if you saw Rory, what he did to Nate, man, I mean, Chimaev is going to... Well, if we because... saw what, Le what Leon did to Nate, I mean, if... Except for I the mean, last Rory, minute. Yeah, different, different kind of... <laughs> different kind of... You know, until the last 45 seconds, and, and I had money on Nate Diaz finish, and I was like... No, was you must have been tripping up. Yeah, I think I would have won, like, 400 bucks just off that bet. Oh, I, was, <laughs> uh, I was losing it. And Actually, one, one of, the, my one of the guys from TriStar just told me the other day he won 16 Gs on me, man. I love that shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's wow, really good. 60 that, Gs. No, 16, one six. Oh, 16. Okay, I yeah, thought yeah, 60. Yeah. yeah, no, 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 16. Yeah, but it's still a lot, man. I mean, it's still yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we appreciate you coming on, uh, Iman. I know you you got to run. Honestly, uh, we love talking to you. You're one of the best out there. Uh, follow him everywhere. Iman, what's Iman Zahabi on uh, Twitter? Or yeah, is it Iman Zahabi yeah. on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, uh, guys, check out uh, jujiclub.com for, for us, his instructionals. So I'm, I'm definitely going to go because I haven't been back in a while, so I got to get some new techniques because uh, Glenn from Gracie Bar is going to kick my ass. So You, gotta you have to, man. Tell Glenn I say what's up, too. Jujiclub.com uh, uh, is for us. Zahabi's website for all his instructionals. Hey, man, Zahabi, appreciate you coming on. Looking forward to your next fight. Congrats on your last win. Peace.